with Lance Gilman at Northern Alliance Financial, customizing the strategy of your retirement plan is just one of his goals. With Lance Gilman and Northern Alliance Financial, there's so much more. It's a custom approach in taking the time to get to know you, to get to know your unique financial situation. Most importantly, finding out your retirement goals. That information is critical in creating your retirement plan. This involves building income for your retirement and proper protection with proactive tax strategies, long-term care and out-of-pocket health care protection, and knowing your legacy wishes building your retirement and it never hurts to get that human touch holistic and customized retirement planning it means so much call lance gilman at northern alliance financial 833-856-1384 833-856-1384 investment advisory services are offered through foundations investment advisors llc an sec registered investment advisor Retirement is all about change and how we adjust to those changes. Today, we're going to outline some things that may be an unexpected change, and we're talking about more than money, but health too. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joining me today is Derek Hewitt. He is a fiduciary independent advisor at Northern Alliance Financial. Hey, Derek, what's going on? Hey, Steve. I'm doing good. How are you? Very, very well, thanks. And uh, this is uh, this is uh, this is going to be a fun one. Um, so, y'all settled in. Uh, everybody, uh, everybody happy? Good. Yeah. Well, into the new year here. Um, yeah. You know, things are good, and, and you know, starting to ramp up and. And get ready and, uh, you know, see what this year brings. Sure. Well, I mean, again, in this segment, you, you talk about changes. And, and again, that's what it's all about is, you know, once you once you get that plan together, then, you know, you've got to be ready to be flexible, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, putting a plan in place is one thing, and it's a, it's a great start. Um, but now you got to start to implement it. And obviously, there are going to be changes. There always will sure. be because life will throw you curveballs and you know, expectations, uh, expenses, health, all these things will just, uh, will just change the plan. And you got to be able to adjust accordingly. Of course. And, and so what we're going to get to in, get into here is talking about when you retire and what happens. I mean, again, you're, you're, you're totally disruptive, right? I mean, it's your daily routine that you've done for years. Suddenly you don't have to do that anymore. And, and that's an adjustment, isn't it? Yeah, I would say for a lot of people, that is one of the biggest adjustments because it's, you know, I, I often say, you know, it's at the beginning, it's like a vacation, you know, you're just on a more of an extended vacation, but eventually, you know, it, it becomes more than that. And you've really got to kind of figure out a daily routine that you can stick to. And, you know, it's different things for different people, but certainly it's good to have hobbies. Um, fitness is certainly one thing to do in, in some aspect. And, you know, socialization is a good key thing too, because you're missing that, you know, that socialization you would typically have with, uh, you know, your employees or, right. you know, your uh, co-workers that you would see or talk to every day. Or well, and days. again, that's, that's, that's an adjustment. I mean, that whole work family is, is a thing and it's, it's very real. And, and we, we just get so settled into that and to suddenly have it gone. Um, so that's part of the conversation that you have, isn't it? In other words, the emotional side of retirement, you, you talk about that as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, sometimes I feel like we do wear a couple, couple or a few different hats here in this oh, job. Oh, I and, agree. 
You know, it's it's also uh, for a marriage, it can it can make things sometimes a little bit difficult at first because you know you and your spouse may not have been together every day all the time, and now you're together all the time, and so. You know, it, it, you can get on each other's nerves sometimes if you're not, you know, if you have your habits that the other one's not too fond of. And so you got to learn how to live together in a little, little bit of a different way um, because yeah. you're not taking off or she's not taking off uh, for, you know, for 30 to 40 hours a week. Um, now you're together most of the time. And that's uh, there's an adjustment right there <laughs> yeah, as well. Absolutely. And again, you know, your social life, I mean, your social life for a lot of folks, it's just being at work and, and interacting that way. Um, and so if you suddenly find yourself at home and maybe maybe your spouse is still working, I mean, you can be facing loneliness. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for some folks, you know, um, maybe they, they suffered you know, something, you know, of a, you know, of a loss of a spouse and, you know, now they're by themselves. And so you really... You really need to get out there and socialize, and there's different ways to do that. I mean, you can pick up a part-time job that obviously has some benefits, um, something with le- a lot less stress than your normal, you know, nine-to-five job you carried before retirement. And then there's also, you know, you could uh, go into, you know, maybe donate your time with, um, you know, different charities, charitable work, or there's a lot of social, um, you know, social groups out there. Uh, different hobbies and things that, you know, people in retirement can do to, you know, get out and socialize. And, you know, it's it's really important to do that. I mean, we sure need to is. be out there and socialize and uh, that, that will help significantly in retirement. Absolutely. And again, as we start talking about our social life as well, talk about joining the clubs and, and uh, but again, those are the kinds of things that, you know, by contrast, you could say, all right, now I'm going to spend two hours a day with my grandkids, uh, you know, something like that. I mean, even that can be so different, but so rewarding. For for a lot of people, you know, they look forward to spending the time with the grandkids and um, they'll forego, you know, taking off to Florida for a large part of the year because, you know, if they have their family and their grandkids here, they want to make sure to spend as much time as they can. And this is the time that they can really start to spend more time and, you know, maybe spoil them a little bit, you know, those of grandkids. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm a grandfather. I get it. Uh, <laughs> um, so, again, you, you mentioned this earlier, but you talk about fitness and that can really kind of mess things up, too. I mean, when you think about it, if, if you're not a big exercise person, I mean, you're, the exercise you're getting is going to work and walking around and doing the thing and that, but that suddenly stops. Well, that that's a problem. Yeah. And for some people, it can be a very, very big problem. And what I mean by that is if you are somebody who worked in, let's say, construction or just some sort of labor position for the past 20 to 30 years, um, you know, what, what I've heard oftentimes is if you don't use it, you lose it. And so I have had people come in here doing heavy, hard labor. Uh, I had a gentleman in his 70s that was still up on ladders doing that. And, you know, it's incredible that he's still doing it. And it's really just because he's been doing it and constantly doing it. But as soon as he stops, you know, you lose it really quick. So if you're somebody who's really did hard labor, uh, you don't just want to go and sit down um, because you'll you'll lose that muscle mass right away. And even for anybody else, I mean, it, it. it's going to make your retirement so much better if you add fitness as part of your daily routine. It's just going to help you in a lot of ways. Uh, you'll feel better. Obviously, that's that's a huge benefit. And, you know, expenses, healthcare expenses, you know, those sure. those can go down considerably if you're healthy. There are certainly some things that you can't prevent, but you can certainly help by by adding fitness as your daily routine. Well, and again, I think for folks on on, um, on Medicare, um, you know, depending on what kind of plan you have, uh, oftentimes those plans include, you know, a gym membership. 
Yeah, you know, it, I was just having a conversation with a, another advisor here um, recently, um, oh, actually yesterday, and the uh, conversation was, I mean, there's a plan here, and there's probably more than one plan doing this, but there's a plan here, uh, Aetna, that's offering uh, fitness reimbursement for some of their Advantage plan members. And what that means is not only do they have uh, access to participating gyms, but they also, some of them, I think it's like up to $100 a quarter, they'll reimburse you for fitness-related expenses, including sneakers, hiking, uh, fees for lift tickets or, or national park fees. It's, it's, it's so it's important. And they're doing that because it saves them money. If you're f- healthy and you're working out and you're doing things, it, they're going to end up spending less money on you in the long run. So it benefits everybody. Of course it does. Yes, absolutely. And and so as we we're talking about uh, changes that we have to face as we get to uh, get into retirement and we haven't touched on one uh, and it's a biggie, it's the income piece and and that is that's the one thing not the one thing, but that's certainly one thing that you can help us achieve and that's create a plan that generates monthly income. Yeah, I mean that that's that's a really important piece because you know for a lot of folks it, it's a little bit scary even if they have the money in retirement to generate that income it's just scary positioning themselves in that way where now they don't have this regular income coming and they now need to draw off the resources they have and even if they have plenty of resources it's still scary because they're not sure how to do that and that's that's why they would come in here uh, you know a lot of times they they want to put together an income plan and they're not sure how to do it. And, you know, that's one thing that we really specialize in helping folks with, you know, with what we do, Steve is, you know, we really concentrate on folks that are retired or getting ready to retire. So 55 plus, and that's, that's always a part of the conversation. And so it's important. And part of that plan is, you know, for some people, you need to realize that, um, Every day can't be a Saturday in retirement. I always use that phrase because at first it seems like it. You're out spending, doing these things. And I mean, for some people you can do that, but you have to put that into your plan and, and understand what that's going to mean long term. You know, you don't want to make you want to make sure you don't outlive your money. That's that's a scary, scary thing. True. And by the time that happens, if it does happen, a lot of times it, it might be too late for you to go back or work. You know, you could be in your 80s and out of money. It's not like you know, at that age, it's easy to go pick up a part-time job and you don't right, want to. Exactly. <laughs> no, most times you don't want to. No. Folks, if you want to get a head start, it's 833-856-1384 is the number you can call. And, uh, you know, you talk about budgeting and uh, and as we get into retirement, we might have to tweak that budget a little bit to because we're making adjustments along the way, just adjusting to that whole work, home, you know, the lack of work and being home and, and, and understanding that. Yeah, and you will probably tweak that budget. And um, there's a lot of things that can happen that can help you or, or make it so you have to tweak it. And one of the things, like I said, is is healthcare. If you get a health scare, or you know, you have some unexpected healthcare expenses, or you know, a death in the family. I mean, that that that'll that'll cause you to have to tweak those things. And you know, the other thing you want to do is look at your risk tolerance and really make sure that it still aligns with you know, sort of where you're allocated because. You know, when you're younger and you're a little bit more aggressive because your time horizon, how long you have until you need access to the money is far, uh, you know, you can be more aggressive because the market always will recover. It might take some time, but it'll recover. And if you're, you know, if you're aggressive, you'll, you'll see that recovery. But as you're getting closer or in retirement, your time horizon is much shorter and you might not have as much time on your side to wait for a recovery. So you re- need to make sure that your, you know, your portfolio is adjusted accordingly. So it, it really reflects that. Of course. And and again, you know, as we certainly delve into this and, and put in together that plan, and really, this is a great opportunity to just to invite folks to, to give us a call, come on in, sit down with you and, and just put that plan together. Absolutely. It's more important than ever 
to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team. Our holistic planning process takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down to an easily understandable financial review and confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life and also that you'll be able to have a ton of fun. That's at least what we want you to be able to do. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we'll perform a complimentary financial review of your portfolio and see if you might need a more comprehensive plan. That review begins with us listening to you. We want to know what your main concerns are, what your worries are in regards to your financial planning future, whether that's outliving your money, deciding what social security strategy to choose, recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying, or you want to be more tax efficient. Our advisors at Northern Alliance Financial will collaborate and put together our best ideas specific for you. And as a thank you for listening to the show today, we'll perform that easily understandable financial review completely complimentary. How can we put you in a better financial position? Hey, that sounds great, folks. Here it is. It's a great opportunity for you to come on in, sit down, get a financial roadmap put together. Let them translate for you that complex financial world into something that's just very clear and easy to understand. Here's your chance for a true practical financial review. So if you're listening, just give us a call, 833-856-1384. You'll get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, yes, but more importantly, it does become that roadmap that can truly help get you to where you need to be. In short, you've got nothing to lose. Call right away, 833-856-1384, 833-856-1384. A quick break for us. We're going to come right back, though. We've got lots more on Financial Safari with Derek Hewitt right after this. How has retirement planning evolved over the last 40 years? Traditional retirement planning might not be ideal in the modern world. We've got some tips to make sure your plan is up to date right after this. How's the market doing? It's fine. How's the market doing now? The same as it was five seconds ago. Stop worrying about market volatility. A good retirement plan will keep you from panicking. Get that solid retirement plan with lifetime income and protection from retirement pitfalls. Call Lance Gilman at Northern Alliance Financial 833-856-1384. 833-856-1384. And we are back on Financial Safari. Derek Hewitt is here. I'm Steve Siddall having a great conversation already. We talked about changes that we have to face going into retirement. And now... Uh, we're talking about changes over the last, uh, you said, 40 years. And I mean, I mean, Derek, you know, this is something that, that um, I mean, you've been doing this a while and you certainly have studied this industry. There have been some major changes, you know, even in the last 15 years. Absolutely. Yeah, there have been. And, you know, so, so a, lot of, a lot of changes. Some of the, the ones that come to mind right off the top are, you know, the RMD age, required minimum distribution age, that's that's gone up considerably. You know, it mm-hmm. used to be, you know, the, the, and for the folks listening, your RMD, you know, all your pre-tax or qualified accounts, so your IRAs, your 401ks, um, you need to take money out of those, a minimum amount um, in retirement. And what the rule was, was after you turn 70 and a half, which like, most things with the government is a little bit confusing, um, yes. you know, but the year after you turn 70 and a half, you need to take out a, a required minimum distribution because they want to get the tax money on this. And, you know, it used to be, like I said, the year after you turn 70 and a half, and that's gone up to 73 and it will be up to 75 in 2033, I believe. So, you know, and that may be a good thing for a lot of folks and for some, it might not because you need to 
we talked about that income plan earlier. And you know, even though you may not need the money right away from those accounts and you want to hold off, um, that could uh, add a, you know, put a wrench in things because what that could do is that extra income from waiting longer because you're going to need to take out more money now because there's more money there because you waited a little bit longer. That could push you into a different bracket for taxes. And so you want to make sure that you know, they, they, that you plan. And, and for some folks, it makes sense to hold off. And so some, it might not, but you know, there's that. And then there's also a automatic um, election to f- companies that have uh, larger amounts of employees. And I think this is a good, a good thing, by the way, but you know, they need, they're automatically um, elected into the 401k plan with a contribution and they have to actually elect not to contribute and be a part of it. Um, and I think this is a good thing because you know, sometimes you just run into folks, and I, I've had, I've run into folks here too that have um, not at least gotten the matching dollars in their 401k plans, and that's just, you know, it, you really should be doing that. You really should be contributing on top of that anyway, because you know you're responsible for your own pension these days, and and you know if you don't start doing it early or at some point in your career, it's it's going to be a tough break for you once you get to retirement age. It's just going to sure be tough. Is. Sure. So we talk about traditional retirement versus modern retirement. And, and one of the things that's changed is we're living longer than, than, you know, we think traditional retirement, at least for me, it, you know, it reminds me of my grandparents, right? They worked for a long time. They had a pension. They got Social Security and, and they lived their life, right? Not so much Absolutely. anymore. No, and, and, you know, you know and, they, and they passed away relatively young, too. So, I mean, you know, just at, but again, it was considered old age at that point. Yeah. It, you know, it, it also... Things just weren't as expensive. Now, obviously, as over the past 50 years, things would get more expensive because of inflation, but it's considerably higher these days. And it's very difficult um, if you don't have that nest egg to rely on um, and, and understand what sort of expenses you're, you're going to you know, come up with, especially healthcare. That's just gone up significantly higher than inflation. I mean, that, it, it's just much different. And you really need more money these days than you did in the past. Um, yeah. And some of the ways you can address that is just by really working on getting that mortgage down and trying to get that paid off in retirement. Because if you can eliminate that bill, that, that's going to make an a retirement considerably easier for you. Um, sure it will. Absolutely. And uh, so then well, the, one of the other major shifts that's happened over the last 25 years is that shift from pensions to 401ks. And that's been an adjustment too. And I think for a lot of folks today, younger folks especially, I mean, they don't know any different. Yeah. I, you know, Steve, in this job, I, I do not run into many pensions these days. Um, I, I do... Uh, only from folks that have been employed at you know their their workplace for quite a long time and they're right. sort of grandfathered in, uh, you know every single one of them usually when they come in I'll mention you know you must be grandfathered in I can't imagine they're still offering this benefit and it's always yeah no it's no longer offered for newer employees and uh, that that's going to be typical and that transition. You know, really what happened is there was a 1978 Congress passed the Revenue Act. And what that did is that included Section 401k, which gave employees a tax-free way to defer their comp, you know, from bonuses and stock options. So that went into effect in 1980. But it really didn't pick up until 1981 when the IRS issued rules that allowed employees to contribute, you know, to their 401ks um, pre-tax. And that started the widespread rollout of the 401ks in, you know, in the 80s. And it's just picked up every year there's less and less pensions out there. And, you know, if you just look at the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, it's it's gone down considerably as to, uh, you know, workplaces that still offer pensions. And it's really, sure. it's into the hands of the employees now. And for some people that can be good because you can put a considerable amount in there, um, but it is up to you to do it. And um, if, you, if it takes you a while to kind of get start doing it, 
uh, there are still options for you, but it, it does make things a little bit more difficult because you're working with less money in retirement. Of course. And and one of the other major changes, too, um, is changes in Social Security. I mean, you know, and now they're talking about more changes potentially because of, you know, the funding the, the, the fund. They're funding Social Security. Yeah, well, in Social Security, it is for a lot of people, it's taxable. And, um, you know, it never was supposed to be. Uh, and, and, you know, what they do is they go by something called provisional income. And, you know, the way for our listeners to figure out what their provisional income is, is you'll take your adjusted gross income and you'll add any non-taxable accounts. So that's muni bonds, things that are exempt from federal taxes. You'll add that in. Uh, and then you'll look at add also half of your Social Security benefits. And that, that's what equals your provisional income. And what, what's really happened is that these income thresholds have never been adjusted for inflation. And so when they first came out, less people were really subject to taxation because obviously incomes were lower, but now they're considerably higher as they should be over the years. And you know, basically what happened was in 1984, they added a 15%, excuse me, a 50% of your benefits taxable based on a certain threshold. And you know, that threshold for joint filers was 32,000 to 44,000 in provisional income, then up to 50% of your income will be taxable. So if you end up on that 31,000 line, then nothing will be taxable. As soon as you jump into 32, now 50% is taxable. So that's why, you know, earlier when I talked about, um, you know, your RMDs, that could push you into a different threshold there. Um, the other thing is in 1993, they added another threshold. And so that threshold for joint filers was anything over 44,000 of provisional income. Now 85% of your income is or taxable. Social security, wow. excuse me, is taxable. So, and those have never been adjusted for inflation. So, you know, they, they, those, a lot of people are hitting those these days as they should, you know, incomes are higher than they were in 1993. And of course, from 1984. So that's something to be be concerned about. And for a lot of people, honestly, Steve, there's not much you can do if your income is over those numbers. But sometimes there are things you can do, maneuvers that we can do to help keep you under that threshold. But it, it certainly makes sense to be aware of those thresholds and understand that, you know, if you're close, then maybe we can maneuver some things to allow you to be under there and save you that taxation. Of course. Um, so shifting gears, we got to talk about health care, and that has changed dramatically, and it certainly got more expensive, but also better health care. Health care, people are living longer. Obviously, one of the main reasons is because of, you know, medicine, our medicine these days, and, you know, we're keeping people alive longer. And, you know, that's a good thing, but that also means you need more money in retirement if you're going to live longer. And the other thing is just the cost of healthcare is is crazy. There was a uh, recent Fidelity Investments healthcare estimate, and they asked, they asked um, you know the average American couple what they estimated the total cost of healthcare in retirement would be, and the average they came up with was about forty one thousand. And in actuality, you know, based on this uh, survey, the average sixty five year old couple you know, retiring this year can expect to spend an average of 315000 on healthcare expenses. That's Whoa. throughout retirement. Sure. Now, that includes your Part B premium, that includes your co-pays and these things, and it includes, you know, that doesn't even include long-term care. So it, it can be quite expensive. Of course. And again, those are things that, that you know, because you put these plans together, healthcare is often a part of that, and, and you factor a lot of that in to help it, to, to help us get to where we need to be. Yeah, you know, with a lot of people, the first appointment, I, I, I jump up on the board and I draw a wheel and it, and I kind of show out different pieces of this wheel and what we're going to look at. And healthcare is one of them. Now, 
you know, we, it makes sense to make sure that you're at least in the right plan. And if not, it makes sense to look at the options. There are a lot of good plans out there, especially for folks that are 65 and older with Medicare. Um, but you want to make sure that your networks are covered, you have the right medications. And, you know, we work and partner with independent agents um, with our firm, you know, that work with all the plans available. And so a lot of times, especially for somebody that's going to be retiring under our watch, we're going to have them sit down with a independent agent, look at all the plans available and help them make the right decision. And it, it, it adds, helps with the confusion because when they turn 65, you just get, um, you get all these things in the mail from all these companies. Every Medicare company knows you're turning 65 and it can be confusing confusing because there are different routes you can take. Sure. And we go through that with them. Well, and again, that whole Medicare thing, one, during open enrollment, it's it's crazy. But then even if you, you know, I turned 65 in the summer, and so I was, you know, dealing with it not during that time, and still I was inundated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you're going to keep, keep getting those letters. And, you know, a lot of times if you find a plan that works, that's beneficial for you, then, you know, just stick with it unless you got yeah. some major changes. Um, exactly. They're trying to win your business. All the companies are. And so, of course they you are. know, they're offering incentives and things to try to get you over there. But it makes sense to run this by somebody who works with all the plans to really make sure you are in the right place. And you can connect us with the right people, can't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what we do. And that that's part of the process here at Northern Alliance Financial. All right. Well, again, on that note, folks, if that's of interest to you, give us a call right now. It's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team. Our holistic planning process takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down to an easily understandable financial review and confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life and also that you'll be able to have a ton of fun. That's at least what we want you to be able to do. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we'll perform a complimentary financial review of your portfolio and see if you might need a more comprehensive plan. That review begins with us listening to you. We want to know what your main concerns are, what your worries are in regards to your financial planning future, whether that's outliving your money, deciding what social security strategy to choose, recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying, or you want to be more tax efficient. Our advisors at Northern Alliance Financial will collaborate and put together our best ideas specific for you. And as a thank you for listening to the show today, we'll perform that easily understandable financial review completely complimentary. How can we put you in a better financial position. Hey, that sounds fantastic. Here it is. It's why we're giving you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances, all with no cost, no obligation. What will you find out? Well, how about risk? Do you know how much you're taking? What about red flags that could be a problem for you down the line? Do you really know how much you're paying in fees or commissions? Well, let Derek and the team take a deep dive and find out for you. What about potential tax liabilities? And of course, a lifetime retirement income plan that includes maximizing your social security benefit. If you want to take advantage of this complimentary review, simply pick up the phone and call us now. 833-856-1384. 833-856-1384. Risk in retirement. Let's help exchange risk in return for income in retirement. We cover that right after this. This is such a blow to invest in right now. Breaking news here. Stocks all around the world. It takes courage to face up to things like volatile markets and Wall Street money traps. If you're unsure, worried, or losing sleep about your money, do something about it. Call Lance Gilman and the team at Northern Alliance Financial at 833-856-1384. Again, that's 833-856-1384. 
funny money or not so funny money. This time, we're talking about funny money. When I was a kid, I collected wheat back pennies. Well, that's what I call them at least. They're really just wheat pennies. I had a bunch of them stored in an old cigar box. The back featured the words one cent in bold letters, E pluribus unum, and two wheat stalks on each side. Now, I have no idea where they are today, but I doubt I'd be rich if I found them. Most wheat pennies minted between 1909 and 1956 are worth about four to five cents. I'm guessing I had about 200 or so, so if I still had them, I'd be looking at a huge payday of $10. Yippee! But there are a few rare wheat pennies worth thousands. Here's just one example. There's one from 1945 that's worth $50,000. Apparently, when the die was struck onto the planchet, it created a unique pattern. Some of the letters of E Pluribus Unum appear inside the crack in the surface of the coin. Really? That's it? And that's why it's worth $49,999.95 more than the ones I had? Had, of course, being the keyword. Who knows? I may have had that one. Well, anyway, pennies make dollars, and more dollars make for a better retirement. For Funny Money, I'm Dave Perkins. are back on Financial Safari. Derek Hewitt is here. I'm Steve Sadal. Derek, of course, been helping folks for more than 10 years. And uh, you are an IAR. You're a fiduciary. You work with the independent team at Northern Alliance Financial. Folks, if you want to learn more, visit the website, nafinancialadvisors.com, nafinancialadvisors.com. And once you visit the website, you will find one, a true, just a boatload of information, for lack of a better word. But I mean, again, you guys have loaded this thing up. The other thing that you can find is all of your seminars, and you've got a bunch of them over the course of the next year. Yeah, yeah, we are in the process of, you know, planning out the year. I've already done the first quarter, or most of it, and, you know, we plan now, you know, quite a, quite a bit, because we plan on doing a lot of seminars, and uh, there's different seminars that we offer. Um, we have uh, some that are more social security based, uh, including retirement as well. Uh, then we also have what's called an asset protection, asset preservation workshop. And, you know, that's a little bit longer and they're all catered to 55 plus. Mm -hmm. uh, but the asset preservation, that's more of uh, we include an estate planning attorney that comes and speaks. Um, we usually have a, another speaker come in and, you know, it's just we're constantly updating these things and people love, love attending them. A lot of our current clients sometimes will attend just to kind of get tweaks and, you know, maybe hear some of the new information that's out. Um, but yeah, we book those up. And even if you go to the website, if you're not really sure, give us a call. Uh, ask when there's going to be one in your area. We'll put you on a list. We'll make sure you're notified. Uh, it, education is the key approach for us. We want to educate, and that, that's where we start with everything. So that's one of the ways we do it. Go to the website. You can check that out. We have our TV episodes. We've been doing TV as well for quite a long time, and so you can watch, look at any of the shows that we've run. Um, we're airing every weekend as well, along with our radio shows. So we try to put that information out there. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of current clients that listen to this radio show all the time and tell me how much it helps them. And so, you know, it, it means a lot. But yeah, yeah, give us a call, go to the website, and uh, you can see what's coming up in your area. 
833-856-1384 is the number you can call. And so we talk about um, the, uh, risk assessment and, and understanding risk tolerance and risk capacity. And tell me the difference. Well, you know, really looking at your risk tolerance is we do what's called a risk tolerance assessment. I would believe every advisor would at least do that with you once before they, you know, recommend any sort of, you know, suggestions or recommendations sure. for your accounts. But, you know, we certainly do as well. And that is really, it's uh, seven, seven questions, very simple, but it's asking you risk tolerance questions in different ways to really get a good, good idea of what your risk tolerance is. And that's going to give us a score. And you could be all the way from risk averse, conservative, all the way up to aggressive. Um, I would obviously recommend not to be aggressive in retirement with most of your funds, and most people aren't. But we want to get an idea of where your risk tolerance is. And one of the things that we do is we'll have you fill that out, and then I'll have someone bring in their statements, and then we'll book another appointment. And from there, we're going to do a portfolio analysis. Um, you know, We do not charge for that. Uh, that's just part of the process for us, because we need to see what's under the hood and what's, you know, what's going on within your accounts before we recommend anything at all. And that risk tolerance assessment helps us, because because, you know, if somebody comes in and they fill out a risk tolerance assessment and they tell me or based on the assessment, they score, let's just say a conservative score. Uh, and then I do the analysis and their portfolio is aggressive. You know, that that's a mismatch. That's a pretty big mismatch. And so that's that's a discussion we'll have. And that leads to your capacity for risk as well. Um, and you know, that helps us figure out sort of where we should be. And the other thing that's sort of eye-opener for folks is sometimes they believe that they are an aggressive risk tolerance, but when it comes down to it and they actually deal with an aggressive uh, year, uh, they realize maybe they're not. So that this goes to the change to your plan. There's, there's always going to be changes to your plan. So, um, and so that that's part of the process. And that's a very, very, very important piece um, is to look at the risk tolerance and how you're allocated. And adjust that accordingly depending on your age. Absolutely. Absolutely. It should be. It really should yeah, be. And sure. It, and for a lot of folks, too, it's, you know, it, it's you, I can't project my risk tolerance on them, you know. So even if I right. think they should be aggressive, you know, they may not have the stomach to be aggressive, even if they're younger. And so we have to look at what their risk tolerance is. And I, I, our goal is to get them the best risk adjusted return. So knowing what their risk tolerance is, we try to get them the best return within that risk tolerance. Because, you know, I know if I put you in the most aggressive funds, you could get the biggest return, but you could also lose the most and be way outside your risk tolerance. So if you're balanced, let's keep you balanced and see how we can get you the best return possible within there, that risk adjusted return. Boy, folks, if that sounds good to you, call us right now, 833-856-1384. That sure sounds good to me. Um, so let's talk about withdrawal strategies. We've been a good saver. We've got maybe a brokerage account and a 401k or maybe a Roth. How do we know where to take that money from to make sure it's going to last? Yeah, well, you know, there's, uh, it, it really depends. And it depends on what your income level is. And it depends on where you are as far as your taxable income for the year. So it's, it's, it's a little bit of a back and forth because, you know, I mean, it, it just depends on where your income is. Because if we have different buckets to work with, and what I mean by that is if we have, you know, at least a pre-tax bucket, and which most people would because that would be your 401k or your IRAs. But it, it, maybe we have a taxable bucket, you know, taxable investments, okay? Um, and then we also have a Roth where you've already paid the taxes, so there's no taxes there. You know, it, it, it might make sense to kind of 
take from each or, or a little bit more out of one or out of another. It just depends on where your taxable income is because we want to make sure if we have you on that line for your, for your taxable threshold, for taxable income, that we keep you under it and not push you over there. And then also, it also makes sense to have that extra bucket, maybe the Roth or the taxable income bucket to pull from if you have emergencies. So, you know, if all of a sudden you need to get a roof repair, hopefully you have an emergency fund. That's that's a big piece of what you should be doing. But if if you don't or you don't have enough, you know, we might need to take from your Roth so we don't push you into a higher income threshold. So it's a little bit of a back and forth. And that's one of the things that can change as well. Right. And and uh, so as we reach that, that financial red zone, as we like to say, that five to 10 years before retirement, that's the time to really buckle down and get that plan put together. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it just makes sense. And the sooner you do it, the better. And again, there can also be changes as well. And that's why with what we do, people that are 55 plus, you know, you really need to start to put together a plan at this point. And, you know, it may change, but get something down there, kind of have at least a guideline of where you want to go and and start to work towards it. And then we'll make the adjustments accordingly. Sure. And then uh, we talked about longevity in the last segment. So how do, how do we adjust for that risk? Well, you know, we want to look at, first of all, what we're working with, you know, in, uh, as far as that nest egg that we're working with. And, mm-hmm. you know, we want to make sure that that income plan projects something that will last until you're much older, you know, well into your 90s. And Steve, the one thing I get oftentimes is, um, Listen, I don't have, this is what, what I've been told from many clients is, you know, I don't expect that I'll live really long. I don't have longevity in my family. You know, my brothers passed away fairly young and my, my father didn't live past 80. And so, you know, I don't imagine I'll live really much longer than 80, 82. I'm just throwing that number out there, oh, but yeah, it's usually right. younger. And uh, what I tell them is, well, what if you do, <laughs> you know, and, and that, that's the thing is because you really just don't know. And, and you know, life is unpredictable. You may very well, it could be, you could go away young, you don't know. But if you live longer and you run out of money, I, I can't imagine a worse situation. So it makes sense to plan accordingly. And uh, that can be adjusted too. So if we have a plan in place and you notice that your nest egg is getting bigger and you really, you'd like to take more money out and it's not really going to have as bad of an effect because the market's been doing well and it's been growing, then we can adjust that. But we need to get something in place and you know, we want to plan for higher expenses, inflation being higher than it actually is, and then give us a little bit of room to work with there. And again, we want to make sure that those dollars last all the way through retirement, certainly, and, and that is also part of the plan. But the other part, another part of the plan is taxes. You alluded to that in the last segment as well, but we've got to be concerned. And as you mentioned, it's probably, they're probably going to go up. Yeah, I, I'm sure they'll go up. I mean, I can't imagine a situation where they don't go up. Um, right. You know, we have, um, you know, our uh, the way the taxes are right now is 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 set to expire um, after this year, and so you know, who knows what they will do? But you know, they they have to go up, and they're going to. And one of the things that they need is they need more money, right? That's the whole point of taxes. The government needs more money, and you know, where are they going to look for the money? Well, the people that have it. You know, and the middle class is what I feel the class that gets hurt the most because, you know, if you've done a good job saving, putting money in your 401ks, well, that's where the money is. So, you know, they've got things they're going to do to try to get it. And one of the things that they did, you know, this is one of the rules that I did not like about the SECURE Act was, you know, for they basically eliminated the stretch IRA. And so for, you know, the listeners listening, what that means is if you inherit, you know, a pre-tax IRA or 401k from your spouse, you can stretch that out over your lifetime. You can take it in as yours. So that's fine. But if you inherit something like that from a non-spouse, so it could be an uncle, brother, you know, a child, whatever, whoever it may be, sure, sure. Um, 
you need to take those pre-tax dollars out within the course of 10 years. And that's that that could be a, quite a hit. And so for some, it might not be a big deal. Maybe you inherit 100,000, you could stretch that out great. But what if you inherit, you know, 500,000 or, you, you know, your, your father, mother, you know, or uncle, whoever it may be, did very well and you've got a million. Well, you know, now you've got to start to figure out what is the best way to do this. And it wow. needs to come out everything in 10 years, whereas you used to be able to stretch it out over your lifetime. That was the term stretch IRA. And that's not the case anymore. So that's one of the things that they changed. And, you know, that's a tax grab. And I'm sure there's going to be more down the line, too, in different ways. Of course. But again, so the elimination of that stretch IRA, I think a lot of folks, when they realize that, you know, that was their that was their method of passing on generational wealth. And, and it worked for a long time. It did. It did. And um, unfortunately, it's not, you know, going so forward. Basically, yeah. if you still think you've got a stretch IRA, you don't, right? Yeah. I mean, if yeah, it's something no. that you inherited in the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. For, I, I believe it's 2020. I'd have to look but after the yeah, date of death. Right. But yeah, it's, but yeah, you, you really, you want to talk to someone about it. If you think you still have that in place, get some confirmation from somebody. Talk to an advisor should know that. Uh, and then, um, and then, and then look at that. And if not, well, then now you got to come up with a plan because again, plans do change and legislation is one of the things that can also throw a curveball that we didn't mention. And, you know, that, that happens often, you know, government comes up with new rules and if you're not grandfathered in, then you've got to change accordingly. That, that'll happen. Well, folks, uh, again, this is a conversation that you'd like to have. If you'd like to have that conversation, uh, Derek would love to hear from you right now. It's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team. Our holistic planning process takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down to an easily understandable financial review and confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life and also that you'll be able to have a ton of fun. That's at least what we want you to be able to do. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we'll perform a complimentary financial review of your portfolio and see if you might need a more comprehensive plan. That review begins with us listening to you. We want to know what your main concerns are, what your worries are in regards to your financial planning future, whether that's outliving your money, deciding what social security strategy to choose, recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying, or you want to be more tax efficient. Our advisors at Northern Alliance Financial will collaborate and put together our best ideas specific for you. And as a thank you for listening to the show today, we'll perform that easily understandable financial review completely complimentary. How can we put you in a better financial position? 833-856-1384. 833-856-1384. One more quick break and we're back. Another segment to go here on Financial Safari with Derek Hewitt. You've got questions and we have you covered with some financial planning question and answers right after the break. In life, there are defining moments. You may kiss the bride. You got the job, buddy! Retirement is one of those standout, exhilarating times. Carpe diem. Seize the day. Meet at no cost with our local independent team who are here to help coach you along this journey. Call Lance Gilman, 833-856-1384. That's 833-856-1384. Grandpa, how come you don't have to go to work anymore? Oh, well, that's because I was smart and got the help I needed to get a retirement plan together. I met with a professional who took all that money I'd saved and all those investments and turned it into, well, you know what a paycheck is, right? Well, they built a retirement paycheck. That's why I don't have to work. 
living the good life. Your grandma is going to be fine, too. I want to be like you. I'm going to do that, too. The proper growth, protection, and income strategies, vital for your retirement. Talk to a professional about the best custom strategies for you and your retirement. Call Lance Gilman at Northern Alliance Financial, 833-856-1384. Lance Gilman, Northern Alliance Financial, 833-856-1384. Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. This is really smart money, but this guy's laughing all the way to the bank in his early retirement, so let's call it funny money. He worked very hard, though, to retire at the ripe old age of 24. Mike Rosehart is actually three years into his retirement now at the age of 27. He's living a life of leisure in Canada with his 28-year-old wife, Elise, and their two children. Now, how did he do this? Well, first, they lived very lean. He even, and I'm sure politely, asked his wife to lay off the Starbucks. Throughout college, Mike worked full-time and lived the lean life and saved and saved and saved. At 19, he bought a $152,000 cottage with money he'd saved and his student line of credit. He and Elise rented every room and made money off the profit. They both graduated debt-free and with money in the bank. He landed a job at $42,000 a year after college. His wife was earning $26,500 per year. With money saved and living on just one salary and saving more, Mike started purchasing rental properties. He ended up selling his 11 properties and he knew he had hit his fire. Financially independent, retire early number of 25 times his yearly living expenses. He said he knew he needed $485,000 to retire and he had an equity in his property just under $760,000. To their credit, Mike and Elise are very smart with their money. They even made money on their wedding. They made money on their wedding by finding a venue that didn't charge them as long as they invited enough guests. Well, Mike jokes that with cash gifts, he actually made a profit on his wedding. Even though Mike and his wife started and finished very early, they add new meaning to it's never too late to get started in preparing for your retirement. For Funny Money, I'm Dave Perkins. Hey, we're back on Financial Safari. I'm Steve Siddall, and uh, joining me today is Derek Hewitt. Derek is an independent fiduciary advisor at Northern Alliance Financial, uh, where uh, you've been helping folks for more than 10 years getting to and through retirement. Northern Alliance Financial is a great place to be, and uh, if you would like to learn more about Northern Alliance, just uh, visit the website, nafinancialadvisors.com, nafinancialadvisors.com. So, Derek, a lot going on, and I know that uh, with the with winter, uh, you know, uh, it's it things can get a little hinky. Well, we've already had, um, I, I'm trying to think, maybe two or three days so far this year where uh, we've had to reschedule days worth of appointments because of our snowstorms. And, uh, you know, so you got to get used to that, that, that time of year. But it is actually a pretty busy time of year. And that's, um, you know, people kind of take a little bit of time to really family and not really focus on their finances around Christmas time. Right. It's a slower time. And it always, it should 
should be. You know, that's a good time to spend with family and not really worry too much. But as soon as January 1st hits, people are, you know, you have your, you know, your goals and your your your, your things you want to get done for the year. And you, we start off strong and that's doing our workshops and all these things we're doing. But yeah, it's just, it's a busy time of year. We have, you know, for the listeners, we have offices all over the state. So, you know, we've got you covered. Maine is obviously a big state, um, you know, and we're all here to help as much as we can. Offices all over the state. And if you're not sure, you know, if we have something close to you or not, just give us a call. Um, and uh, one of our advisors uh, who have a wealth of knowledge here are happy to have a conversation with you and see if we can help you or point you in the right direction. We're happy to do sure. both. Absolutely. 833-856-1384 is your first step, folks. All right, let's jump into some questions here. Uh, Kristen is in Sabatis and is wondering, she says, myself and my husband are married, filing jointly. We make about $150,000 combined and are in our late 40s. Neither of us have a 401k, but we do have about 30000 in a traditional IRA and 50000 in a HSA. I still need to make the $6,500 IRA contribution for 2023. Should I put it in my traditional IRA or put it in a Roth account? Thanks. Yeah. Well, so Kristen, I mean, the, the one thing I can say is that um, at the age, you know, you're in your 40s, late 40s, there is plenty of time for you to really build up that nest egg for retirement. Uh, it, I've seen it many, many, many times in 10 years, getting that number up quite high. You just got to be diligent about maxing out those IRA contributions at a minimum. And so, you know, really the difference between the IRA and the Roth is the Roth, you're not taking that tax deduction right away. Um, which is a benefit, but uh, it can be a bigger benefit down the line to not having to pay any more taxes in the future. So all of those earnings and that growth in that Roth bucket, you no longer have to pay taxes on. That doesn't bring up your taxable income. And that goes back to those buckets that we talked about earlier. It helps you to build that Roth bucket, which is a great, great tool to have. So, you know, my answer to you would be to go into your Roth um, because based on the income that you just told me, 150,000 combined income, you know, it, you can do that. You can do a full contribution in there, you and your spouse into the Roth. Um, it, for a lot of the listeners here, there is a phase out for Roth IRA contributions. And that phase out for married filing jointly is, you know, basically if you're over 230,000 combined income, then you can only put so much into the Roth and it phases out completely if it goes over 240. Uh, so that's a key number, but there are other ways to do that too. You can do, um, you know, you can do Roth conversions as well, mm -hmm. uh, but there are tax consequences. So you want to talk with somebody who knows what they're doing. But in your situation, Kristen, uh, I, would certainly, um, I would certainly put those in the Roth um, as much as you can. As much as you can. 833-856-1384. Kristen, if you'd like some more clarification, give Derek, give Derek a call. Uh, Joanna's up next from Buxton. Uh, she says, my husband died about six months ago, left me a significant amount of life insurance. It's much more money than we ever had during our 30-year marriage. What is the best first step for me to take in deciding how to handle it financially speaking? Well, that's, in, you know, Joanna, that's, in, first of all, I'm Sorry for your loss. Um, obviously, it's good to have the money to come in to help with the expenses and you know the the lost income possibly. But you know, losing someone is never easy, and you know it's tough to make decisions too after dealing with something like that. And so, you know, my first thing is you need to put a plan in place. And um, it, for a lot of people, they really don't know what to do, especially if it's a pretty big windfall. Um, and uh, so, talk with a financial advisor. Talk to somebody. Go over what you're going to be getting. 
and then start to really plan accordingly. Um, you know, really make that money last and, and, and mean something. And if it's a significant amount, you know, th there's a lot that you can do to really benefit yourself in retirement. Again, it doesn't make up for the loss of a loved one, but it can help. So that way you have less to worry about, you know, while you're grieving. And the other thing I want to say is that, you know, for our listeners that life insurance is the payouts are not taxable. So, you know, it, it's, it's a, it can help a lot. I've had many, uh, I've had many clients recently, uh, unfortunately, who have had spouses that pass. And, you know, I had one to come that came to mind who, you know, the spouse made a, a considerable income and had a considerable life insurance benefit. And, uh, you know, we were able to take that life insurance benefit and convert it into an income, part of it, part of it's being invested. And she now has made up for the lost income just from the life insurance benefit. Obviously, it doesn't replace the loved one, but she doesn't have to worry about money and replacing That's so that nice. income. Yeah, it doesn't right. have to move, doesn't have to change. There's already enough change going on. It, it helps a lot, but you need to you need to put a plan in place. And for a lot of folks, they're really not sure what to do, especially if it's a big windfall. So talk to somebody who knows what they're doing. Oh, absolutely. And there's no need to rush, right? I mean, it's that's a lot. That's a big decision. You've already had a lot of life happening, a lot of life happening. Maybe take a bright, take a breather. Maybe wait a year before you do something. Just take some time and then really kind of look at your options and then and then go accordingly. Um, you know, I, and one of the things I tell them is, you know, this is administratively, you're going you're gonna to have to have the death certificates, um, many copies of it, because you're going to have to make a lot of changes. Some of those changes you can't wait a year to do, you know, as far as the social security that you want to collect and things like that. But talk to someone who knows what they're doing. You know, we work with folks that are retired or getting ready to retire. So unfortunately, a part of what we do is dealing with these sort of things. So we're very familiar with the process and how you need to go about it. All right, Joe. Now give us a call, 833-856-1384. Uh, Lenny is in Sanford. He says, I've got $75,000 sitting in my checking account at the bank. This is not part of my emergency fund. What can I do with this money to put it to work for me? Thanks. Well, you know, Lenny a, in Sanford, the... Um First thing you'd want to do is if you came in to see us, we would establish a risk tolerance and, and really see sort of what that is. We talked about that earlier. What is your pension for risk? And then we would sort of adjust a plan accordingly based on that. Now, there are some options you can do based on the higher rates. You know, maybe a CD is the best option. There are certainly pros and cons to that. Um, you know, with rates starting to go down in CDs, if that was something you were going to do, I would do it sooner than later because the feds are no longer raising interest rates. Is, and that's really what affects the CD rates. And they will be dropping them this year, according to, you know, many of the banks. How many times they'll dropping are, is another topic of conversation. But that's going to bring down those CD rates. And, you know, that can be a good option. But there are others as well. You know, there are, um, you know, we can look at putting you into an index fund or maybe having someone manage your funds. And, you know, we would need to know your risk tolerance there because there's a lot of room for growth. I believe this year, uh, I, I'm not sure if it'll be as good as it was last year. Last year was a big year, but I, I, a lot of the banks are predicting uh, some good growth this year as well. Uh, and then there's the other option. There's something called an annuity. And with an annuity, especially for taxable money that's been sitting in your checking account, that is one of the few ways that you can put that into a, um, a bucket that is not taxable and take you till you take the money out. Now, obviously with an IRA or a pre-tax account, none of that is taxable until you take the money out, but it's different when you have that money from the checking account. So if you put it in a CD, you know, you're going to get a 1099 each year from the earnings in the CD. With the annuity, you won't. And so it allows you to get some tax-free growth before you start taking the money out. So, 
you know, it's a, it's a topic of conversation we could have, um, establish the risk tolerance, and then see what the best option is after. Sure, I like it. 833-856-1384. Let's see, one more question from Ray, and uh, he's in Harpswell. Uh, he says, when people give that general goal for retirement, that 75 to 85% of your working income, is that net or gross? And does that still hold true? You know, that's I don't use that um, to be to be honest with you. I mean, I, if I were, I would assume that you would go with the net income because that's actually what you're working with and what's coming in on a regular basis. But what I would prefer to do is run an income report in base projections by having you look at actual expenses or projected expenses in retirement, and then we would want to assume at least a three to four percent growth in expenses due to inflation. And, you know, a minimum, oftentimes, we would even inflate those expenses a little more. We want to look at what are you doing? Are you planning on trips? How much do you want to plan on spending a year on trips? And, you know, you may tell me, you know, I, I plan on spending, going on some cruises, maybe spending 10 grand a year. Well, let's pump that up to 12 or 15. Let's see how much we can work there because, you know, these are things that can change. Okay, we can adjust these. But I, I prefer to look at what the actual expenses look like and then sort of go line by line and see what, what we think that's going to look like. And then this is one of the things that often will change. It's going to be a little bit of a back and forth a little bit, you know, maybe the first few years. And, you know, maybe after that, you've got some healthcare expenses or things that come up. So we can always adjust that. But that's how we would typically run that. And the other thing I would do, Steve, is I would look at making sure that you have that emergency fund. I think it is very, very important. Um, I would suggest at least six to 12 months of what we think your expenses are going to be. More importantly, maybe even 12, because that gives us options. You know, if your investment accounts are down a little bit, well, we don't have to grab from those. We can, you know, we can we can kind of go off the um, emergency fund and refill that when things start returning. So, you know, that that's how I approach things. Okay. Well, I like it. Uh, Derek and, and Ray, give us a call. Derek, would love to have a conversation with you. 833-856-1384. And uh, really, on that note, we have uh, we've completed the show there, Derek. <laughs> and really a fast one today. Let's uh, go ahead and invite folks to call one last time. It's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team. Our holistic planning process takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down to an easily understandable financial review and confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life and also that you'll be able to have a ton of fun. That's at least what we want you to be able to do. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we'll perform a complimentary financial review of your portfolio and see if you might need a more comprehensive plan. That review begins with us listening to you. We want to know what your main concerns are, what your worries are in regards to your financial planning future, whether that's outliving your money, deciding what social security strategy to choose, recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying, or you want to be more tax efficient. Our advisors at Northern Alliance Financial will collaborate and put together our best ideas specific for you. And as a thank you for listening to the show today, we'll perform that easily understandable financial review completely complimentary. How can we put you in a better financial position? It's a phone call away at 833-856-1384. A comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are now. But more importantly, it does become that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. So in short, you've got nothing to lose. Call right away, 833-856-1384. Again, 833-856-1384. Derek, it's always a pleasure and, and certainly look forward to our next, uh, our next visit. Steve, absolutely. It's been a pleasure and uh, look forward to talking with you again soon.
Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, hereafter known as Foundations, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment, opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any discussions of specific strategies are for information purposes only and have been provided to help determine whether they may be appropriate for your specific situation. If applicable, the primary goal in converting retirement assets into a Roth IRA is to reduce the future tax liability on the distributions you take in retirement or on the distributions of your beneficiaries. Each individual investor situation is different and ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Nothing herein constitutes a recommendation that any security, portfolio of securities, or investment strategy is suitable for any person. No legal or tax advice is provided. Please review your retirement, tax, and legacy planning strategies with a legal or tax professional before transacting or implementing any strategy discussed herein. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to investment advisory products. Rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. This is not endorsed or affiliated with the social Security Administration, any federal Medicare program, or any U.S. government agency. If applicable, we do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all of your options. All rights reserved.